Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Tennessee. <clears throat> Whatever. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three, and we are in Christmas weekend. Boy, we are in for some cold weather. Um, I mean, four degrees by the end of the week. We're going to have a frozen Christmas, folks. Again, I'm dude number three, uh, Del Kennedy. When I'm in my uh, non-binary mode. My pronouns are watch this. And <laughs> when, when I'm in my cisgender mode, my pronouns are F U. Uh, okay. <laughs> Dude number two. <laughs> Clayton Harris, how you doing, man? We're off and running. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. All right. And do number one, Mr. Jim York, how you doing, man? Good morning, man. You buying them NFTs this morning? Buying NFTs. He's talking about he's talking about the Trump <laughs> trading card thing. Bizarre. That, I I admit, Mr. York, that's just bizarre. Yeah, that, <laughs> it's that, worse than bizarre. <laughs> yeah, it's just bizarre. Uh, and a picture with a pilot suit on with a helmet, and he had. What did he had? Uh, bone spurs or something? I don't know. I saw one where he was dressed like Superman. That was about yeah, all I wanted to see. With a beam coming out of his eyes. Uh, you know, $99 to get you one, but you can go on the internet and get it free. Okay, so I'm going to make a prediction right now. All right, Clayton. If Democrats would just stop, just don't mess with him anymore, don't say anything else about him, he's dead in the water. You're probably right, Clayton. If they'll, if, right. if they'll just not say anything else, not do anything, he'll be dead in the water. But they're going to try to bring up criminal charges against him. They're going to make him a victim. And then here we go. I'm just telling you, watch out. If they would just stop right now, not even worry about the criminal charges and trying to press charges against Donald Trump, we won't hear anything from him much. I mean, he'll run, but it won't. I think he's dead in the water. Uh, Clayton, I, but Clayton, I, I, what I agree. bothers me is, you know, all these guys that's getting sentenced for participating in the January 6th riot, they're saying, he told us to go up there. Now, Peacefully. what kind of mind, what kind of mind allows somebody to tell you to go do something and you get in a crowd and start doing all kind of other things that, that you think is is right now that, 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 to me that that's kind of i don't know i i have to think of take a hard good look at a person's brain I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you i'm 76 years old and i've never been influenced by every anybody my daddy told me if you make a mistake on your own then you pay the consequences but if you let somebody else 
get you to make a mistake or do something wrong, then you're going to pay for them. Well, I agree with that, so it's, but I, it's you know, it's Trump did not tell them, Trump didn't tell them to do anything but to go down there and peacefully protest. And so that's another. Uh, he, he wasn't too keen on peaceful. Now he said go down there and do some things, but but they took they interpreted York, it the way they wanted to interpret. You know, what, what things did he tell them to do, Mister York? I mean, he, he that said it over and over again. We've all seen the video. He didn't do that. Well, he said they weren't going to be too happy when they went down there. Well, of course they went down there to protest. <laughs> yeah, but uh, they, they shouldn't have had a, a, a noose to hang Mike Pence. You know. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is what this will is drive a, people a, back to yeah, him. I know that you that you've just gotten Trump another uh, two thousand votes in Murray County. Yeah, sell him NFTs too. You know. Well, but probably, you, probably had a run on NFTs ninety nine dollars. The closest that I have heard Trump to saying. Uh, do something, you know, in a violent way uh, was uh, recently, and I didn't agree with it, don't agree with it, but that happened less than two or three weeks ago when he said that the uh, results of the 2020 election should be overturned and we should hold new elections. Or I mean, that, that was the closest to su- suggesting any kind of violence I've ever heard him do, and of course you know joe biden is uh through the constitutional process however fo- ha- however flawed he is the president of the united states and um and he will remain the president of the united states either until his death or his term expires um but that's the closest i've heard him to any such suggestion and that happened two to three weeks ago and this garbage that he suggested anything any violence on january 6th uh is just not true and it's out there in the liberal media and all the liberal world and they keep saying it to each other till they're convinced it's the truth because they want well, i'd to like to truth. get the document uh on the january 6th committee report i'd like to get that whole report and see what's all in it you know that was a kangaroo court of star chamber. Who cares? Yeah, oh, Adam Schiff gets out there over the weekend and says, yes, there will be criminal referrals. The only problem with that is that Adam Schiff wanted criminal referrals against Trump before the investigation ever began. Well, they impeached him twice, you know. Well, I mean, that's... And in Congress, the, the senators wouldn't go along with it, you know. This is pure political theater, and it has no foundation in fact. Just leave it alone, Mr. Yeah, York. I mean, if, yeah, I, yeah. if I'm a Democrat or the Democrat Party, just leave it alone. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, I you're agree. getting he Trump elected right now. Every time he says something, you know, that's that's advertising, just like they did when he ran in 2016. They gave him more free advertising than the no, law allows. But so, it helped know. their ratings. I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, they, they CNN, MSNBC, all the major cable news networks that their ratings were through the roof uh, during the trump era and um you know since uh, it, they've all declined and, and declined by a lot yeah. so and now I'm, everybody's trying to figure out how to get rid of it <laughs> again just don't say anything yeah i mean Mr. Let Lord, it be. you're getting in more votes every time you open your mouth here and and proving clayton's point well, good. I'm I'm glad they still in that in that stage where they can't think for themselves. They let somebody 
encourage them to do something that they know was wrong. Mr. York, every time you defend Trump, you're calling half the nation smelly people in Walmart rude. No, no, I didn't say nothing like that. And it's well, not half you are the by people. Implication. You keep blowing that number up. You want it to be half the people. It's not half. It's about 30% of the extreme folks in your Ms. York, in that your is the craziest. About 30%. That is the craziest mathematics I've ever heard in my life. You know life. why? Because I know some good Republicans that's decent, and you can talk to them, and I talk to them occasionally. Mr. York, to say that this country... It's not every Republican that's half. No. That's to, say that this country, to say that this country is 70% Democrat and 30% Republican is delusional. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. I'm saying of the Republicans, a lot of them don't go along with these annex and have strayed away from supporting those extreme ideals that have come up. And and that's the way it is. That's just the truth about it. Now, you might want it to be 50 or 100%. But it's never going to be 50 or 100%. Just like you might want progressives on the Democrat Party to be 100 or 50%. It's never going to be 100 or 50%. Progressives are going to be about 10 or 20% of the Democratic Party. Oh, my goodness. That's bizarre world, too. The Democratic Party has lurched so far left in the last... Uh, two or three years that it's 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 out of sight to the left. Um, you, you know, speaking of, of Democrats, let's pretend Joe Biden doesn't run in two in two years. Who's the guy? Is it is it Gavin Newsom? Is that kind of what Mr. York? Uh, you may have better no, insight. So. He's not going to run. He said he's not going to run. It will be Kamala Harris leading the ticket. Well, I sure hope. And I don't know who else would be yeah. a vice president. I sure hope. So it you is. really think it? So you you really think it'll be her? Yeah, if, if Biden doesn't run, but I think Biden is going to run again. She's a loser. He has a record to <laughs> run on. Now, um, if, you know, if Biden's alive and well and and up and going, he is a formidable candidate, and I don't care. I, I, all these Republicans who are out there saying, you know, he's such a dunce, he's such a fumbler, bumbler, senile old man. He anybody can beat him. They're fools. Uh, I saw a poll recently where 80% of Democrats uh, approve of what he did. Uh, uh, they approve of Biden. He's delivered exactly what he promised he would deliver. Uh, massive federal spending, open borders, uh, a Green New Deal. No open he's, borders. He's, people are, people are Ms. checking York. in at asylum centers. They are checking in in asylum centers, Mr. York. and then they are given the credentials to be in the country. And that's what the Statue of Liberty represents. No, first of all, the <laughs> Statue of Liberty doesn't represent any of that. And second of all, Mr. York, you know, get your head out of the sand and just watch the videos. Thousands, thousands. Literally, they're standing in line, Delk. No, they're not. The only line the they're... Yeah, you gonna anything, you're going to get a few that cross the border illegally and hide in the desert, but they're not going to stay there long. But most of the people coming across the border now are checking into the asylum centers. Well, of course they are. That way they stay in the country legally. Now, and so the um, thousands, literally the only line that you're seeing are thousands that are literally just in a big line waiting the Rio Grande, and they get met by these charitable organizations who give them blankets, food, place to stay, transportation to other places in the country. And um, charitable is what they're known as, you know, Catholic charities. And, that we, kind of, and we've got more than 15 different 
charitable organizations helping the hundred thousand of Ukrainians that are coming over here. That's short. You know, a hundred thousand people are running. Both both groups are running from bad situations in their respective countries. I don't see your point. A hundred thousand Ukrainians so hardly matches uh, close to two million. Um, who have come in, or two to five million who've come in under Joe Biden. The Who do you think is going to take care of you when you get old and go to nursing home, Dale? Well, you know, I was about to say, I've, I I think I'm <laughs> about to change my mind on this. You can't find anybody to work anymore. And uh, Who's going to take care of you and change your bedpan when you're in the nursing home? I would home? sure love to go back to, you know, when I was a boy, we had a cook, you know, and uh, I'd, I'd love to go back to that. And the, I, I'm beginning to think that the fears of my fellow Republicans about how these people are going to vote is uh, misplaced because mm-hmm. I'm seeing uh, these South Americans, Hispanics, you know, around town and whatever, and they're, you know, they all of a sudden you see, you know, they're they're they they work like crazy, and they're moving up into the middle class, you know, buying a car, buying a house, and you know. See, if we don't change what we're doing, Del, we're going to be like Japan. Japan has a growing elderly population, and they can't take care of themselves. They are hiring people from China, from Thailand, uh, and, and, and coming over, training them from, from the Philippines, teaching them their language, teaching them the skills so that they can take care of the senior citizens of Japan. Well, I mean, I, I'm telling you, I'm... I said I'm, I'm sort of changing my mind, and I'm not worried about these folks voting Democrat because they they work hard and they are coming up into the middle class. They they are arising, they are assimilating in America, and they're going to look around, and that's already started to happen. They're going to look around and say, you know, I work like crazy, I pay taxes, and look at these Democrats who don't work. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not, I don't want a thing to do with them. I'm voting Republican. I, I don't, I, I just don't fear them at the ballot think, box. Anymore. I don't think that's going to happen as long as you all have a hard line against any type of immigrant, immigrant that comes well, to this that's, country, except people that come from Ukraine, Slovenia, Norway, and stuff like oh, that. Oh, Mr. York, that's just something that you want to push. And, um, it's first of all, it's it's not true, and second of all, uh, you know, like I said, people who work that hard are not going to vote Democrat for long. You know, well, people that work hard in general are going to pick the best candidate for their own interests. You know, and if they and that come would over be Republicans they, who they, favor they, they who favors letting them work keep and more. make money and not be afraid that somebody's going to kill their kids every time they turn around. Then I think they're gonna have a rather healthy respect for the American democracy. And that would that be Republicans who are not killing jobs with the Green New Deal, who are not raising their taxes all the time, uh, and other people who work, which would be Republicans. Let's take a break and come back. Sparks 
Motor Sales is our area's premier GMC dealership. Their lot at 919 Nashville Highway has an impressive selection of GMC vehicles, trucks from the light-duty GMC Canyon to the Sierra 3500 Heavy Duty, and everything in between. GMC's SUVs are impressive with the Terrain, Acadia, and Yukon. Want luxury? Ask about Denali upgrades. Go to ParksMotorsales.com for information and see their awesome offers and services. Parks Motor Sales, GMC. We are professional grade. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. A while back, I told you a story about Packer, our mascot, that Don found in the garbage truck after someone had thrown her out. Well, since then, I've been asked several times about Packer. Is she a dog or is she a cat? I guess I never thought to say, but she's a pit bull mix. And you can see a picture of her sitting in the driver's seat of Don's service truck on our website, garbagemaninc.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Is your family looking for a new primary health care provider, or did you wake up feeling poorly? Give Northside Medical Professionals a call. We also have facial gift cards available for Christmas gifts. 
We have two Columbia locations to serve you on Nashville Highway and Trotwood Avenue. We have same-day walk-in spots available, and we are taking new patients. Our caring staff is ready to help you with all your health care needs. Call 540-4210 or visit northsidemedicalprofessionals.com today. Greetings with a view. I'm dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. What's going on, man? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning, Del. Bill, I got a little story I want to tell you. Okay. You ready? Yeah, ready. One summer, when I was going to college, I worked at a nursing facility. And there was a a gentleman in that nursing facility that had some problems using racial slurs toward attendance. And before I got the job, he used that racial slur toward an attendant, and the attendant put him in the shower and put hot water on him. What time well, period What time period would this be, Mr. This Moore? was in, in the 70s. Okay. So I, uh, I got the job, and the head nurse told me, saying that Jim... This guy uses a lot of racial shares. Don't pay him any mind. Because he lived in a community pretty much like Summertown. They didn't have minorities in his community. And he was known to be very hostile toward minorities. So I, she said, now, if, if, if you, you can't deal with it, say, just don't take the job. Because she told me what happened before, that the guy scalded him. And, you, you know, he's a dude, 80, 89, 88 years old. So I took the job. And every morning, you know, he'd curse me out. He'd call me all kind of racial slurs. And I'm saying, here I am, a veteran from Vietnam, trying to protect this country. And he's unaware. All he sees is a black face. So he used, and he'd call the nurse, honey, honey, this black so-and-so's messing with me. Call me all kind of names. But he really gave me a joke one day because he looked at me when I was trying to get him up. He had no control of his excretory organs, and I had to get him up in the morning to go get him in the shower so he can clean himself up so he wouldn't stink up the breakfast room in the morning. Right. So one morning I went in there, and he looked at me and called me a bunch of slurs and looked at me and told me, say, you should have died when you was a baby. (laughs) Oh, man. And I'm saying, gee whiz, how much hate can a person have for somebody they don't even know? You know, I'm I'm fresh from Vietnam fighting in a war, and right. he's acting like that. But I got him to, I didn't try to abuse him or anything, and he died. And when he died, I was the one that had to pull the sheet over his face and cover him up and put him in the morgue. And I thought, I say, this guy has some hate in him. Mm. And that's Mr. one York, of my experiences. You, you certainly, certainly inappropriate, cert, certainly nothing that you deserved in any way. Um, and uh, obviously one of the uh, formative experiences in your life. And, um, you know, I, I can't walk in your shoes, but I, I, I'm listening. Um uh, but that's why I say people that down immigrants, 
talk bad about immigrants, at some point, it's a it's going to be a come to Jesus meeting, and and they better be careful when they do that. They ought to give people an opportunity, everybody an opportunity, not just immigrants. Every human being ought to have that opportunity. Treat them decently, be fair with them, and deal with the situations as you see it. But don't be hateful and mean. You know, I, Miss York, you know, I mean, what she went through there was just wrong, and and it took a lot of, you know, I, I know. It was difficult on you, to say the least, and it's one of your formative life experiences. However, I don't see Hispanics being treated that way. Uh, I've not not seen or heard of anything like that going on toward Hispanics. Um, Well, you know, for a short period of time, you had some... Um, minorities, African Americans attacking them, and like they attacked Asians, but that didn't last very long, you know, because uh, I think they can pretty well defend themselves, you know. So, so that's changed I don't, a bit. You and know, I think people, I, I, I think I, minorities I, and, and and Hispanics, or Latinos, uh, can can peacefully coexist without any trouble, you know. Uh, I I think you're trying to transfer your own experiences onto Hispanics. I've never seen any. Uh, Hispanic or heard of any Hispanic uh, or South American, Central American, whatever they may be, uh, being treated in such a manner as that. Uh, they're they're generally treated quite well. Uh, people are glad to see them because they work. Um, what people are scared of is not the color of their skin or their cultural uh, norms. They're just scared of the sheer numbers. Uh, you know, how are we going to educate them? How are we going to give them health care? Uh, you know. How are we going to pay for it? Yeah, where are they going to live? Uh, that that's We just, always find a way, though, Del. We always find a way. No well, matter what, who, who immigrates to this country, we find a way to educate them. Well, but that's what's, that's what's the, the fear of what we're going to do with all these folks is what's driving uh the the people who are opposed to these open borders, not the fact that they're Hispanic or that they're you know uh, we, we, that there's a, a prejudice against them because of the color of their skin, which is cer- certainly something that you experience. Uh, but Delk, there's not open borders. There, you know, if people are lining up to go to the asylum centers at a at an immigration point and check in and be given credentials to be in this country, that's legal. If that's not legal, then the Democrats and Republicans ought to get together again and come up with some different guidelines. Let's York, potato, potato. It's just legal open borders. Um, and, you know, all you got to do is turn on the videos, literally thousands of them in a line just waiting the Rio Grande. Nobody there to say boo to stop them, turn them around, nothing. They just come right and come on in. Now, they may go to the asylum office, or they may not, but either way, it's open borders. And what's scaring people and is, like I said, are just the sheer numbers. And, um, uh, you know, that's why Governor Abbott's so upset down there. They, what are they going to do with them? I mean, well, what about national security too? I mean, as far as you know, terrorists. Yeah, and it, fentanyl and all that stuff. They are catching some of the terrorists, Clayton. They are catching some of the folks from these uh, uh, 
anti democracy they're just scared type people. countries. But there's 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 no there's no bedridden old white guy is going to tell a Hispanic, you know, uh, you're a, you're just a wet bag, wet bag, and I hate you. That that's that's not going to happen. But there are also uh, Cuban that's coming on the southern border. Also, you know, there's a whole different ethnic groups coming across the border, and, and it's the because they border. know the border is open. Yeah. No, it, because they're checking into asylum centers. I, I don't know how many times I got to say that. That's what that whole line this weekend you saw on TV. They were checking into asylum I, I don't, centers. I don't understand what difference that makes, Mr. York. Well, there's some that come over illegally. They don't check into anyone, anywhere. They hit hit the desert and find a way, a pipeline. But or, would, or, wouldn't or, they be smart, though, to just check in through the asylum centers I mean, and well, say that's that they're... That's what they're, they're si- doing. That's what I'm saying. That's what they're doing. I mean, that's kind they're, of the point. Now, there's going to always be an exception I mean, to I the rule. You know, whether, whether they check into an asylum center or not, there's still just millions of them just coming across the border, you know, and yeah. the border's open. yeah. Yeah, and we we. I don't care if they check into a asylum center or not. Ukra- we are importing a hundred thousand Ukrainians to come over, and people from and, Afghanistan. And I'm beginning to, to see over. what your saw is now that you think that you know if they're uh, European white people we want them in, and if they're Hispanics we don't. There is not any element of that here. It well, just, they brought Afghans over, and for for some reason, there is a push by your party not to continue to bring the Afghans over, even those thousands of them that help soldiers over there as interpreters. They've stopped that. Well, I mean, uh, let's be honest. When but we Mr. exited York, Afghanistan, is, we is left a lot of them about race? because you of know, the withdrawal. I mean, is everything about race? I mean... I, I, you know, I, I don't. I don't Everything I, in this country is about race, Delk, and well, you know that. Well, Mr. York, I'm an old white guy, and I assume people think it's safe for them to say anything around me. And I've never heard anybody say, I don't want any more of those wet back brown skins coming in. I've never heard that, ever. Well, there's been a couple of folks advocating for the Afghans to come in that were interpreters. And Mr. York, you, you're just on the wrong horse. Yeah. The, the soldier actually said the reason why Republicans didn't want them to come to this country is because they were brown people. Well, you're projecting, Mr. York. I mean, No, I, I'm saying what, what actually a, a witness who's trying to work for an organization to get the Afghans over here that help as interpreters. He actually said that he was a Caucasian person. Well, was me saying it? I mean, the problem with Afghans is uh, they're largely uh, they are Muslim, and that may or may not be why they hate America, but they do, and they want to overturn America as it is. Uh, these is you know that, that I don't care what color their skin is, I just don't want them killing me. And I don't want them voting in people like that Omar woman, who's a, uh, a, a a representative from up in Wisconsin, who just basically wants to destroy America. That's her campaign motto. That's why I'm against campaign, Dell. That's not that's, not that's a why campaign. that's why I'm against uh, Afghans. These Hispanic folks, they love America. They work hard. They 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 assimilate into American culture. Uh, they don't want to tear down America. They just want to just want to come to America. And uh, Del, 
Black people have been working for this country over 400 years. They love America, too. They probably love America more than some of the people who are not black. Um, what is the situation in this country? Still a lot of discrimination, still a lot of hate. Mr. Not everybody, just a few, but it only takes a few yeah, bad I'm, apples to mess up the barrel. I'm sure it may be out there. Uh, again, you know, I, 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 I know it's out there, but uh, I mean, again, though, it, you know, now you and I grew up in a different time, Mr. York. And when I was growing up, you were growing up, things were different. But in the, in the last, uh, you know, in five years, or even 10 years, 15, 20 years, you know, I mean, I, I assume I'm a safe zone, you know, old white guy, you know, you can say anything in front of me. Um, I mean, I hadn't heard anybody, you know, just going off about the N-I-G-G-E-R-S. I, I hadn't heard that. Um, I, but now, I, I, I will admit to you, though, that uh, that the the cultural norms of the black community are sometimes more antagonistic to the white community and vice versa than the cultural norms of Hispanics. Um, well, what's the cultural norms of minorities that's antagonistic to Caucasians? Can you name one? They want freedom. They well, want jobs. They want equity. If that's what they want, is that, then is, I got, that is that antagonistic? You know, I, I got no problem. Uh, but you they want to work just like everybody else. They, they start be talking promoted. about they want to own companies and stuff just like everybody else. Yeah, you know, kill the cops like pigs in a blanket. You know, seven hundred. Well, if the cops are killing, if the cops are killing more blacks than they are killing anybody else, there is a problem with that issue. The stats don't show that, Mister York. Well, the number, but the number may not show it. But you know, the other day there was a, a black female officer that killed. A Caucasian guy, and nobody ever, ever saw it except if you read the material. You know, and, and, and that didn't even hit the news. And certainly, certainly, we are blessed here at this community to have things pretty good. You know, in terms of uh, how we all get along. Uh, I think, uh, of course, I'm not black, but it's it seems to me that. Um, in this community, we we get along and live well together, and it's it's a wonderful thing. Um, but you know, like I said Hispanics, they come, they assimilate, they work like crazy. Uh, you know, I just I'm I'm looking for some to this, hire. This assimilate is what bothers me, and this this assimilate what bothers me, Del, in your description. Why should one have to give up their culture in order to be in this country? I mean, can't they can't they recognize their own cultural norms? Uh, well, I know they have to abide by our laws, but their own culture is something that's important to them as a person. That's true, Mr. York, but you, you've got to assimilate to basic Western culture. I mean, the Irish, for instance, were hated uh, and discriminated against. You know, there were signs up that said Irish need not apply, Irish can't come in. Uh, this all happened over a hundred years ago, and uh, 
you know, they they still celebrate St. Patrick's Day. They celebrate their Irishness, but they're very much have assimilated to American culture. Uh, you can't tell who's Irish and who's not. No, and uh, but but see, that's the distinctively different thing between people who are Caucasian and people who are in other minorities. You can typically determine that there is a difference, and it does make a difference. And it does make a difference how people view them and how people look at them if they use that as their measuring stick. Now, a lot of people don't use that as a measuring stick. Yeah. But some do. Well, I I, I basically agree with you there. Uh, Let's take a break and come back. Yeah, let's talk about DCS. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. It's time to put a Dodge in your garage. And at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us for all the muscle you need. We have a huge inventory to choose from, from the spine-tingling 2021 Dodge Charger SRT to the 2021 Dodge Challenger Superstock. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Yep, at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're flexing our Motor City muscle. You can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Do you have your favorite gemstone? I bet you do. Hello, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. There is nothing like the beautiful shades of blue, green, red of sapphire, emeralds, and rubies. At Tillis Jewelry, we have a wonderful selection all ready for you to stop by and put on your Christmas wish list. You can pick from our vintage, modern, or custom collection. Serving you at two locations, Tillis Jewelry, Columbia, and Lewisburg. Owned and operated by Rick, custom designer, Terry, registered gemologist. Assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Most chronic back problems are caused by compression from the disc becoming thinner and bulging as we get older. All we have to do is treat the disc by gently decompressing the spine. You may not have to rely on dangerous drugs, risky injections, and often unnecessary surgeries. If you are experiencing neck, back, hip, or leg pain, it's likely we can help you. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call me painfree.com or 615-551-9224. Need a little extra cash for the holidays? From now until Christmas, Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical is giving you a $500 Visa gift card when you buy select new HVAC systems or receive a $250 gift card with a new tankless water heater and make zero payments for 12 months. Visit happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. This is Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKOM-FM 101.7 and WKRM-FM 103.7. All of us here at Kennedy Broadcasting wish you the 
merriest of Christmases and a happy new year. Our mission here is to promote and connect the community. We look forward to seeing you in the new year. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Hi, this is Julie Beck in Columbia, Tennessee. Join us for Center of Hope's annual New Year's Eve Mule Drop in historic downtown Columbia. Raise a toast to the new year with great music, fireworks, and confetti cannons full of wishes for the best new year ever. This event is free to the public. VIP tickets with proceeds to the Center of Hope are two for $130 or one for $70 and include party favors, finger foods, and two drink tickets in the Magnolia Room over Southern Tray Restaurants. Listen to the broadcast and join the party at the Magnolia Room or go out to watch the live events on the square. To get VIP tickets, go to TicketTaylor.com. The Center of Hope helps victims of domestic violence, rape, and stalking. Special thanks to our sponsors for making this possible, Baxter Family Management, Family Advantage Credit Union, Experience Murray, and more. Three dudes with a view. I'm dude number three, Del Kennedy. It's Christmas week, folks. We're going to have a big week here. Uh, Wednesday, of course, tomorrow's Ron Hart Day and sort of the usual stuff. Wednesday, uh, Brother Demetrius Nelson, pastor of Carmack Boulevard, Boulevard Church of Christ, is coming on to uh, lead us in a discussion about Christmas and and uh, the meaning of Christmas Uh and what it means to everyone. Um, it is, after all, uh, a celebration of the birth of Christ. That's the reason for the season, folks. And uh, so uh, Brother Nelson is always a delight to have on a friend of this station, and uh, he can help us focus, I hope, on what Christmas is really all about. On Thursday... Uh, we're just going to have we're, we're just going to sort of have a party in here and everybody who works here at Kennedy Broadcasting uh, is invited to be on and we're going to talk about what we're all doing for Christmas and what Christmas means to us and just sort of recap the the year that it was 2022 Del, tell our listeners what we got to experience on Friday morning Clayton Harris, dude number two. What what did we do Friday morning? Uh, oh, oh, went out to Riverside School where uh, the Shaq Mason Foundation gave away toys and uh, presents to every child in that school. Over 400 kids. It was amazing. It was loud. <laughs> My eardrums are still. We were in that gym with 400 kids opening presents, and the noise level was high. <laughs> so yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> but it was. Yeah, Shaq's doing some great things for the community. You know, his foundation. Yes, he is, and his mother Alicia McGuire is is helping him make that happen. And uh, it was sure happening uh, Friday morning. It was wonderful. Uh, Mr. Give York, back to the community, huh? Yep, Mr. York is dude number one. He's talking about yeah. Good morning, good morning, Clayton. What are we gonna do about the Titans? 
I tell you, Mr. York, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, they are on a four-game losing streak, and the good news is they have Houston coming to town uh, this weekend, who is one twelve and one. But that's uh, but not good. It, Houston's it, got a pretty good team. Houston, the last two games, has taken the Cowboys uh, to the very final uh, moments of the game, and uh, they took the Kansas City Chiefs to overtime yesterday. So, yeah, uh, they're going to have to play better. Uh, right now, they still lead the, the division because the division is so bad. Uh but they're in trouble. Uh, even if they make the playoffs, it's not they're 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 not going to be around very long. They they got to get something else other than Henry to keep running through the line. Although he's gaining yards, but they, they he don't ha- gain a lot of yards. If, if you run in him four or five times, you know, straight, they got to they got to get some some diversity in in terms of how they block and their blocking schemes. They but, just block straight ahead. It gets jammed up. And Henry doesn't gain but two yards. They got to have a passing game. They got to have a deep threat that they can go to down the field. And they had that the last couple of years with AJ Brown. And I think that's why John Robinson's no longer there. I think uh, it became evident uh, during that Philadelphia game that they're, they're just so one-dimensional running the football. Yeah. They have no other uh, skill guys that they can really. You know, Robert Woods is out there, but he's not a deep threat that that AJ Brown was. And um, I think people are going to look back in 10, 20, 30 years from now, they're going to say that was a very dumb move by John yeah. Robinson. And you're seeing, uh, you know, you're seeing the results of that trade. So, yeah. Yeah. If you get, you know, if you can't get but two yards on the first and second down, you behind the sticks. Right. On the third down, it, it, that's crucial. And you're doing that time and time again. People well, people load up in that box for Henry to come. You know they may not like talking him because he's a load, but they load up for him. Well, that that's what's so unfair about that trade that it's really unfair to Derrick Henry because defenses can focus on putting eight guys in the box and stopping the run because they know that the Titans don't have that guy that can beat them one on one on one, and um, you're seeing the results of that. I mean, they, they, their tight end's not bad, but. Uh, you got to have a playmaker, wide receiver, and the Titans currently don't have one. Yeah, yeah, they they're hurting, so they probably. I'm I'm looking for them to lose every game, every remaining game. Well, you got to give their defense credit. You you think if you hold a team to 14 or 17 points that you could win the NFL? Unfortunately, the offense for the Titans just isn't very good. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of teams got surprised yesterday. I think Dallas got surprised, didn't they? Got upset by Jacksonville, who is now just one game out of being in the playoffs. And that last game of the season between them and the Titans could determine who makes the playoffs. America's team. I know Jerry Jones probably going stir-crazy this morning. I'm sure he is, Mr. York. I'm sure he is. <laughs> Doug, what do you think about the Titans? <laughs> you know, I'm just not a pro football fan. I'm right there with you. I'm not a huge pro football fan myself. Um, it just, uh, it, it really, I, I just don't like it. Uh, what else is going on though? I, I keep reading some things out there on the internet suggesting that the Twitter files have uh, dumped the Anthony Fauci material, and what little I can find about it, it, it somehow proves. I think what it is is it somehow proves that Fauci knew about the gain of function, funded the gain of function research that was 
started out at North Carolina State, then moved on to Wuhan, China. Um, and, uh, of course, he, uh, I think, three different times under oath in front of Congress told Congress that he had nothing to do with it. So that's that's going to be interesting. I, it seems to be buried, though, both in conservative and liberal media. So I don't, I'm not sure what's going on there. Well, that's kind of crazy, Delk. The whole story is that Fauci alleged that Fauci knew about it, but they gave a lot of money to to the research in China, which is a communist country. And let's make sure people understand that. And once you give somebody something, they tend to use it the way they want to use it. Fauci has no control over how they're going to use it. Now, he may have known about it or may not have known about it. But, uh, but I don't know who's going to be able to prove it because China's not going to tell them what they did unless well, they want to get rid of Fauci, unless they want to put a bad mark on Fauci. But once you give funds to an agency that's in a communist country, anything could happen. Well, I mean, the, the scientific circles knew about it. Our own doctor, late Dr. Steve Porter uh, told us from the very beginning that it didn't start, this research didn't start at Wuhan. It started by uh, research funded by the government on authority from Fauci over at North Carolina State, and that then one of the lab researchers at North Carolina State, uh, I think, was Chinese, and later ended up working in Wuhan doing the same type of research. The, um, but she, it was based on what Fauci had funded here at North Carolina State with government money. Uh, and the gain-of-function research is very controversial, folks. There's some, like Fauci in the scientific community, and what gain-of-function is is to take any ordinary virus, you know, whether it's cold, flu, or whatever, and uh, you deliberately uh, manipulate that virus to make it more lethal, more dangerous. And the stated reason for that is that, you know, they want to understand what that would look like and be able to better combat it if it ever happened in nature. You know, I, I'm not a scientist. I think that's pretty... I think, you know, what's the, I think it sort of violates the old saying, you know, you mess with fire, you're going to get burned. Um, but apparently Fauci funded it and then got to Wuhan and then get it, got out into the public and you know the rest of the story. So, but I would say he, if it happened, he didn't know about it, you know, and China did what they wanted with it. Well, the, the more critical aspect of it is that in front of a congressional hearing uh, on three different occasions while under oath, Fauci denied uh, involvement of the United States or involvement by him on behalf of the United States in funding gain-of-function research on COVID. And that has turned out to be just a bald face, flat-out lie under oath. He perjured himself. And that's the more. Well, I don't think so. I think Fauci was very credible all the periods that people was trying to get the hydrochloroquine and, and Clorox into veins. I think he proved himself and his merit. Hydrochloroquine, I I, actually, they found out that actually worked. And nobody I, was I, talking I, I about. I think he. I think he will will if if it's an investigation, people will find that there was no fault on his part. 
Uh, Mr. York, if you're asked, did the United States government fund gain-of-function research on COVID, and your answer is no, that's uh, pretty clear-cut. <laughs> well, it's, it's probably going to be no, you know? If it, well, and, and like I say, once you give funds to a foreign communist country, they're going to do what they want. Well, Mr. York, and putting bleach in veins, I mean... You're 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 giving you know that that crap that you read it, it actually says that stuff. No, I'm that sure. was a press conference, Dell. Come on, now that was a press conference. Well, he did not. Trump did not suggest that people inject or ingest bleach. He never. I mean, but yeah, I mean, I I guarantee. What about light? Didn't he didn't he suggest something about shining light? I don't know about that. But I guarantee you, thirty percent of the people in this county actually believe that. I mean, it's just well, crazy. They might, they might believe it. You know, um, nothing I can do about that. <laughs> what Fauci funded was gain of function research. Fauci funded with U.S. government funds gain of function research at North Carolina State, which a Chinese citizen who was working there. It's not uncommon that these scientists, you know, work in foreign countries. Then that. That North, that Chinese person who was working at North Carolina State, took that research with her back to Wuhan, and there it continued. Nobody, but the thing is, Fauci did authorize funding, and he lied about it in front of Congress under oath three times. Uh, and th- that's there is that's what the story is. Yeah, we need to we need to get on Governor Lee's case to do something about DCS in this country because they still got 600 kids uh, or 300 kids staying in offices and some have stayed in offices for up to 24 days or more. It's and, a mess. And you don't you don't hear anybody talking about that uh, other than we working on it, you know. And I think that's a travesty to have all the funds available and make kids sleep in an office, a DCS offices. You know, I don't think we know the whole story. We're going to find out. We're winding up. We will be back tomorrow. We will find out the rest of the story. Have a great cold day, folks. Stay warm. Oh, gosh. Holy. <laughs> when do you leave? Uh, probably tomorrow. I'm trying to. I got some papers I'm waiting on. If I can get up.